in the sequel, uh, I'm trying to use a big word, but it, I failed. Subsequent year. Ooh, whoa, I did it. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Math. I mean, English. What are you reading books now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keith. Oh, and I'm Hugh. Come on. Let's try no, one. Definitely, Let's no, one you definitely say one. the whole thing. No. Hi, I'm Keith, and this is Hugh. What? Oh, that's right. No, you're you right. You introduced right. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Hi. This. Okay. Okay. Whew, okay. Hi. Don't laugh. Hi, I'm Keith. And I'm Hugh. And this is Keith and Hugh Like Nerdy Things, the weekly podcast where we... No, I don't, we don't have an intro. We need an intro. I know. This is uh, uh, it's an inconsistently good. You know what's bad too is that okay, so we had a podcast before this. Some people know that, and like we used to have this same thing where we kept and going. It failed. Man, <laughs> well, I'm just saying we used to keep say, "Oh man, I wish we had an intro." And now we always say that this time, "I wish we had an intro." This is episode 26. We should probably have that dialed down. We've done by now. 26 of these plus yeah, the actually, other. We've done three 27. Podcasts? We've actually done 27. One never got released. Oh. So really, we've talked for 27 hours, and we have yet to dial in the intro. So we should probably work on that. It's like an undefined friendship. You know what I mean? We've talked all this time, but we've never really called each other friends. You know what I mean? I don't think that's true, but okay. I mean, like, not we are not friends, but I'm just using an example. If we were to hang out 27 times, and we'd be like, hey, are we friends? Are, oh, like, okay. Would you come to my birthday? You know what I mean? Right. Even though you came to my bir- my 16th birthday party when I didn't even know you. Perspectively, so. 27 times or 27 weeks. Which 20, is, yeah, tw- yeah. Which is a long time for us. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We've, by this time, we've had three other podcasts. That's true. <laughs> Two failed businesses, three podcasts. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's true. How I guess we, we do a, a weekly quarantine check because we're still on quarantine. Um, I think uh, Alberta is releasing the or lifting the the band Monday. I mean, but it's not really like it just means like s- certain businesses that were forced to close can now open, but you're still going to have to wait in line. You'll be required to wear a mask. They'll only be allowed to let in like 10 people. Like it's not so, really like I think it's easy for us to say because we kind of follow the rules, but there are some mm-hmm. people that will like still go to the movie theaters and still like just live their life normally. Don't you know what I mean? Do you think, think they will? Probably. Yeah, I think people are. People are selfish like that. Yeah, they don't really think of others in regards to like, hey, you know, like the only reason they're inside is because they can't physically go anywhere. But the moment it opens up, you'll see people just going to the malls. Like they might respect the six feet rule because people do anyways now, regardless of the um, you know COVID or not. People are still you know going to probably do stuff they you know didn't do before, like going to Walmart or make a big stink of like, hey, why are we still? Why are you only letting fifty people into Walmart? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, see that it's a huge mistake, I think, to do things too early because people. 
are really bad at seeing long term. Like they'll see, they'll look at the stats. Like so, we live in Ontario in Canada, but I'm, this applies in the states too, lots of places. But so in Ontario, like we've been averaging like between five and six hundred new cases a day. The last couple of days, it's been like three hundred and some. So people go, "It's worked. Let's open it up." But no, it's working. So so don't so do the opposite of that. Like if you, yeah, continue. If you give up. Yeah, continue doing what you were doing because it was working. Like if you let up too early, we're just going to be back at the thousand mark a day. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I agree. Like it's very I'm silly. So I, I work in healthcare, so true. I know, but it's just like even just like um, schooling. Like uh, Quebec is like going to let the kids go back to school. That is insane to me. That seems dangerous. It's just not worth it. Like I understand that the online learning is not great. Obviously, I understand. My partner is a teacher. It is not great. But I'm just saying, like, it's not worth it. What are they going to learn at the end of May? It's almost the summer. Like, this year is a wash. Like, we don't need to risk it. It's just not worth it. So I'm going to be devil's advocate. And I know this is not that kind of podcast, but I, I do have to speak for there are some people. It's really just a disruption of life for those parents that oh, you know, kind of rely on that schooling system to quote unquote, you know, occupy, occupy, occupy. Yeah, that's right. Occupy their kids. Oh, yeah. It's a nightmare. I would, I'm very happy that I am childless and live at home because it would be an absolute nightmare. But like, I don't know. It's not worth it. Gets the a, risk. It's back to selfishness. Yeah. Because even if you think, even if, um, I understand that kids are very low risk. Like there's been some, but in general, kids are very low risk. I get that. But like the teachers aren't, the custodians aren't, like the parents of the children aren't. Like that is, to me, it just feels so, 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 so risky for so little benefit. I understand that we need, like parents need to, I get it. Like it would be a nightmare to be at home with hyper bored kids right now. Like it would really suck, but or be off of work to babysit your kids at home. Hmm? Hmm? That's what I'm trying What's to say. What's that? Or to be to have to accommodate, be home earlier, or be off of work to kind of support your kids or be at home well, for your kids. I mean, like, most people are not working. I understand yes. that a lot of people but are. But the people that are watching kids are probably the loudest. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, I have to be at home or I can't work because I'm like, send my kids yeah. back to school. Well, it seems like the loudest people complaining too are just the capitalists, the people that need want to make money. Like, I cannot believe. Did you see the Elon Musk tweets? Elon Musk he, tweets? Oh, he is losing some some love today. Whew. Even after the ventilator thing? Well, he is just like fully on board of opening everything up. He just wants to, he said it's like, he. that's all he wants is to open it up. And then all the, like, it's just funny, like all the like, more liberal leaning people that follow him are like giving him hate. And then all the more conservative people are just like praising him. But like, it's so, um, it's just very selfish because so did you see the thing? So if Tesla's stock stays above a certain threshold, he gets a $750 million bonus. Yeah. I wonder why he wants it to open up again. Like for sure. Like it just feels sense. so selfish to me. Right. Like, yeah. Ugh, it's crazy. I did not know that there was a that was a thing. Just today, it seems it seems a little kind of. Which I I I do uh, I do have a question for you. Some local news, and I have uh, kind of 
I, I'm wondering your thoughts on it. Okay. Okay. So obviously we're just we'll just transition slowly away from this. Um, but there is a local restaurant. Uh, I'm not going to name names. Um, let's call it uh, Manny's Steakhouse. And um, the Manny's best part Steak- is is. By you saying that, I still don't know what you mean. So this actually was a code name. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if that uh, was very. So obvious, it's a it's but... a local it's a local restaurant that uh, recently uh, burnt down. So it was in the paper that it caught on fire. Conspiracy what? or Where, not conspiracy? How, how did I miss that? Conspiracy or not conspiracy? Well, Thoughts? I don't know because I didn't see the story, but I will say conspiracy. Okay. That was, that was just it was big it was a big topic today. I know it happened some time ago, but uh, we oh, were just I didn't of, hear anything about this, so it wasn't oh. much of a topic to me. Maybe it wasn't local for you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I also uh, very rarely go on like social media, and I'm not yeah. reading local news. I read a lot of news, but not local. Not a lot goes on in our small town. So, but if let's say just in general, if a if a restaurant caught fire today, and I'm not saying any shadiness is happening, I'm just saying. Because of the timing, everything will be shrouded in mystery because of COVID. That's you know fair. what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. I always – you do feel bad for people. Now, okay, obviously, this is going to be a topic. Where obviously, you feel bad. But like you ever see stories where like – this seems like it's not the same thing, but it is. Like um, like a wife dies or something. And then obviously, the husband, you know what I mean, is the prime suspect. And let's be clear, it's usually them. But I'm just yes. saying, like, oh, yeah. can you imagine how horrible that would be if you actually were innocent? Like, there's been lots of stories like that. And then you get dragged through the mud, but also, like, you're still, like, grieving. And then now you have to, like, not be sad. You have to be, like, defensive. And that happens. That would be the same thing with this. Like, I don't even know the story, but can you imagine if it was innocent and then your place burnt down and then people think it was intentional? Like, that would suck, too. No, for sure. It sucks both ways. Yeah. It's a, it's a lose-lose for everyone. Right. All well, right. That was our weekly check-in. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> dorky things. Do you <laughs> I wrote stuff down this time. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's start with not you. A t- not a ton. Okay. So okay. I still haven't been watching many things because I don't know if you know, but the TV in our house is 100% occupied with Animal Crossing. I don't know if you know. Like, okay. This I is didn't what know that, but I kind of made it. Okay. Now well, that you say it, I'm like, Okay, it makes sense. Okay, I need you to guess something. It came out March 20th. So we're recording this on, what is it, April 30th. So it's been out for 40 days or something. How many hours do you think, as a family, I'll say, we have in that game? If you had to ballpark it. If if it's 40 days, I would say maybe an hour each day. So, because if I said two hours, 40 seems astronomical. 80 mean sorry 80 seems astronomically high so i'm gonna say 40 50 i'm gonna say 50 you are not even remotely close we're over 100 we're over well over 200 200 hours yeah mostly that's scary her account is over 200 hours that's not including mine is that the most she's played a video game for And, and concentrated like let's say pound for pound not overall probably Maybe. But you did mention that you did mention at the top of the show that you know she was a teacher. So yeah, so she still has a lot of work, but it's not at the same time. It's like grading, so you can grade papers at any time. You know, but yeah, as 
I don't know how Animal Crossing works. Is it like over time thing? Like, oh, I'm gonna go fishing, and you sit there, and your man, your person, your avatar fishes, and then she can sit there and grade the paper while he's, he's no, fishing. No, you couldn't do that. Okay, you couldn't do two things. It's a good game for doing two things if your other activity is like listening to music or a podcast, but you couldn't be productive at the same time. Mm. It has to be two. Yeah, but that seems I'm pretty less high. In, yes, I'm less into it, but I've still played it a lot. But anyway, so that's what What's I mean. What's a lot, TV. though? When you say less into it. I've probably played 40, maybe? So an hour a day, which is Yeah, still, I'd probably play an hour a day. It's the thing, think about it is like, if you were to work out every single day, which for an hour, every day, Monday to Friday, that seems exhausting. So what you're saying is my Animal Crossing biceps are like bulging. So big. That's Like true. the biggest. Yeah, that's like that's you're you would you'd be considered if your physician were to ask you during your your yearly checkup, like how fit are you? You would be in the overly active section. Right. So you would, like you'd the cross opposite of excessively. Real life. Yes. OK, <laughs> the exact opposite of real life. Uh, so anyway, so since the TV has been occupied, I have not seen many TV shows or movies. And by many, I mean zero. But what I did do in the time since we've last spoke, I did read two books. We so, haven't spoke in a week. Yeah, I read two books. So this week. you've read two books and still played Animal Crossing an hour each day. Yeah, and I did and something else, which I'll get to too. I wrote two things down. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, okay, wait. When you were like, I wrote a list down, I was expecting a general, like, I don't know, seven or eight things, because that's what I usually have five or five to eight things. So you're like, I have two things. I wrote two things. Well, three things, because two books. Okay. Two, bu- two books and a new game came out. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah, not bad. Um, oh, before I get off the game, uh, did you see the trailer for Assassin's Creed? Uh, uh, no, I-, I did see that it was Ooh. shared, but I didn't. Ooh. Does it look cool or no? Uh, I thought it was really cool. But yeah. I, I like, to be honest, I like all themes of things. Like I like every okay. type of like, like I was thinking about that this week. About like just you know myth- medieval Vikings samurais uh, Egyptians I love all- I love everything but you've never played a different Animal I never played Crossing. a single Assassin's I mean, not Creed. Animal Crossing uh, Assassin's Creed I never yeah, played a single Assassin's Creed we're like ten in at least but still though I the trailer looked really cool I love that the IGN did do a breakdown of what was going to be in the game based on the cinematic trailer. Which was seemed crazy to me, but whatever. Like I guess they have they need content, but I did and I did watch it, so they did sucker me for a view. So you mean like they got me? Right. But it was just funny to see a breakdown of a cinematic trailer and what they they're like. This is gonna be in the game, and I was like, how do you, they, like? There was a part where it, there's a battle scene, and in half a frame, a frame, there's a girl in the background. And they concluded that you could be both playable characters, either a male or female. I was like, you have, yes, there's been previous iterations where you could be either a male or female, but just based on a cinematic trailer, you cannot decipher that that means that you could play at either. It's a a trailer. They probably know more than they're admitting to. Leading up to, but still though, it was just, yeah, it was still funny. And they're like, see these, again, in the cinematic trailer, the 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 main character was holding two weapons so they were like you know in the game you can probably double wield weapons i was like it doesn't work like that that's not how that works that's funny Ugh. you like there are some really good ones the uh the black flag the pirate one is really fun 
And um, I always get the names mixed up, but the most recent one like is really fun too. There was a few in, in the middle where it's kind of like, mm, like maybe like a seven out of 10, some of them. Like they're always decent, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a couple standouts that are they had, legit good. Uh, Assassin's Creed had their chance to hook me and they did not do it. Was it with the movie? It was with the movie. No one likes the movie, though. That's I know. And that's why I was not hooked. Which because is unfortunate because it's the best actor. Yeah, it's Michael Fassbender. I was like one of the best. So many great things from post Magneto. I was like, oh my goodness, was it post Magneto? I think it was around the Magneto time. I don't know. It's so funny that you, I like literally, I wasn't sure you'd even know who that was because I forgot that he was in Magneto. Because I would think of movies like Inglorious Bastards or Hunger or Shame, and it's funny that you're like Magneto. Yeah, we have very uh, different likes. (laughs) No, I was. uh, But that's the thing. I was like, they had their chance to hook a casual viewer and they failed utterly that's funny do you know i still think of assassin's creed even though this is like over 10 years ago probably like 15 years ago when the first one came out that do you know that Kristen bell was a voice in the first one and she completely spoiled the plot by accident she didn't know it was a secret really because like you know how the well like okay like you know how everyone knows this now it's not a big spoiler but like you know how those games like they're set in like the old like you know what i mean this is vikings this is but do you know that they're like also futuristic like in the first assassin's creed well i don't know if the movie was like this it probably was right but like you didn't watch the movie either i didn't see the movie even though you liked the 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 movie not the movie but like the the game i'm not a huge that's i'm not a huge assassin's creed fan to be perfectly honest i liked black flag and the newest one those are the two i liked and played to completion but anyway in it Kristen bell is like a scientist right but like in the what we had only seen as the trailers was like the olden days. Right. And she like totally spilled the beans on what her character was. So then people like it totally spoiled. And I just remember that like, cause she wasn't really that famous at the time either. Like obviously this was 10 years pre Elsa Hmm. or not Elsa, Anna. Hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, if you want to stay on games before I talk about the books, I've been playing a game obsessively that's not Animal Crossing that just okay. came out yesterday. Do you okay. know what dropped yesterday? No. Gears. Not. Gears Tactics. I did see the trailer for it and it seemed fun. It's awesome. Is it awesome? It's really fun. It's I, so good. When I saw the trailer, I thought of Halo Tactics or like Halo... It was not Halo Tactics, but like it was like yeah, Halo Wars. Wars, yes. Yeah, I never played that one. The big tactics game that everyone compares it to is XCOM. Like Final... Oh, okay. XCOM Final the Fantasy Tactics as well. Oh yeah, that was a, when I was a kid. That was a thing. But the big, yeah. the big one that Gears is obviously like the closest uh, ripoff of is XCOM. That's what everyone would know it as. Very different from XCOM though. Now that I've played both, um, in a way like that played... I like. Sorry, what? You played both as in like recently or? Well, I've I, XCOM. I've played hundreds of hours. Oh, OK, but the Gears Tactics, I like the difference. An hour each day for three. Four. Yeah, <laughs> I've only played, to be fair, Tactics only came out yesterday. So I'm probably like five hours in. I'm on like the third or fourth mission. Real fun, though. Would I you really like it? it. Yeah. You, it's... Can you give us a review like uh, a zero to ten? That's what we should uh... do. If we see something that we have... Because we used to align stuff together, 
like you and I were like, hey, this week we should watch this or this week yeah. we should play this and then we should talk about it. We've gotten to a point that we're not really friends anymore and we just go see each other once a week and it's like, hey, how was your week? I did this. Cool. How was your week? I did something completely different because we're completely different people. Right. You like so, Magneto. I like shame. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let me uh, – what would you it's, give it out of 10? Um. Out of ten, I'm honestly you can't review things when you're three missions in, but I would it's probably like eight ish, eight point five. It's really fun. And it's fun in a way that it's more accessible. So people who are love XCOM. So if you're listening to this and you love XCOM, there will be things you don't like because XCOM is like non-linear. So you can like pick what missions you're gonna do. There's like certain ones that are timed, like, oh my god, I gotta do this, I gotta save this person. And it's more like you build your base. Like there's a lot more of like a meta game. This one is like, you do the missions in order. It's a story. Like it's gears of war. There's a story. This is the mission. Go do it. But I kind of like that because there's a part of, of XCOM where I get stressed. I can't make a decision and I can't decide if I want to go this path or this path. And it sometimes I get overwhelmed and then I just don't play it anymore. Whereas this game, I know I'll finish it because it's just like, I'm going through the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And XCOM is also more punishing. It's very hardcore. Like if you move your person in the wrong place, he's dead and they die for permanently. Like it's like pretty hardcore. This game is much more because Gears is about like run and gun. Like, you know, it's like balls to the wall action. So this one you get punished less for charging at an enemy and slicing them in half with his with your chainsaw. Like it's more forgiving, you know? It's pretty fun. It's like for you. So you haven't really played a tactics game. It's really like a board game then. Like, I think you'd be good at those kind of games, right? Because there's rules and it's a top down perspective and you're moving your pieces around. Like it, it is like a board game. So it's a turn turn based game then? Yeah. So you have four units and then you can move your four units in any order you want. And then right. then it's the enemy's turn to move. So you get a full you always have a full and how do you, is it on a consult or on your no, phone? No, it's only on PC. Right now, it will come out on PC, but it's on Game Pass. So I didn't even have to pay. It's amazing. Like, it's just on Xbox Game Pass. I paid a dollar, like, I, it's a dollar a month. I've had it forever. And it's just there. Like, it's so fun. It's not multiplayer, unfortunately, because tactics games don't really work in multiplayer. But that's okay. It's funny because it's made me want to play Gears. I think I'm going to play Gears this week. Like the actual one. Also, okay. the graphics in the the cutscenes are so good. Like it really has me pumped up. And it takes place before the first Gears of War. So it's good because I actually know the story. Because I haven't beat the campaign of every single Gears. So I don't really know what's going on. So it's cool that this one's before the other ones. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny because um, Gears makes me out. think of you. Because we played Gears so much together recently and a decade ago yeah i i would say it's definitely one of my favorite games ever yeah for sure yeah you that like i i just remember you being super into it back in the day yeah okay I would well, agree. What do you, cool tell me what you want to tell me <laughs> there's like no <laughs> argument there you're just like yeah i liked it yep. it was fun yeah it was good times man no. this is a riveting podcast just yeah. well I have a list as well. 
But great. usually by this point, I've gone through my list, right? So it's nice to have, it's a, a nice change that you have stuff that's on a list, I guess. Yeah, I also read two books I could talk about, but I'm going to let you talk first. Um, well, I, I uh, okay. We, are we still on the, the my We're on range whatever you of, want to be on. My range of conversation extends through uh, TV, um, internet-ish, um, uh, board games, no books, no books, movies. Okay, um, well, just start. You pick. Um, okay, I will start with uh, internet Netflix. Okay. Okay, so yeah, um, I watched... Wow. Uh, now that I look at my list, I did a lot of Netflixing this weekend. Did you? Yes. Um, I will start with the most boring stuff and then ramp up to the best part. There's three things so on my list. everyone's going to stop listening, but okay. Yes. Okay, here we go. You ready? Uh, I started with Extraction, the movie. What is that? With Chris Helmsworth. Is it new or old? Trending number one. Surprise, surprise, trending number one. Huh. It's directed by the Russo brothers of the uh, Avenger movies. But is this new or old? Brand new. Just came out. Oh. Is it a Netflix yeah. original? Yes. I think so. Huh. Never even yes. heard of it. Um, surprise, surprise. I fell asleep right at the very end. But the little bit I did see, really good. Oh. Uh, even the Rotten Tomato gave it like 70. And I think it was not rot. It was not fresh. But uh, we still gave it a chance, and we watched it, and I surprisingly enjoyed it until I fell asleep. And Is then it? I, every time I fell asleep, I tell her about the whole, when we were in high school, we'd go to Blockbuster every Friday night, rent a movie, watch the movie, but I fell asleep through the whole movie, and then you guys finished it, and then you guys would give me shit, but it didn't matter because we did that exact same thing every single week. Is it action-y? What is it? Action. Super action. Very Jason Bourne, but not okay. Not dizzy. Okay, so sorry, not directed by the Russo brothers, written yeah. by. Oh, was no. it written by it? Yeah. Okay, still though. Sorry, directed Mike. by Sam Hargrave. They they flashed their name on the screen, so I got super pumped during oh. the credits, during the initial thing. So, oh, you know what it is? This is the John Wick style. The director is the stuntman from Avengers. Mm. So like, you know how like John Wick, like the action's so good because it's Keanu Reeves, like stuntman or whatever. Yes. So that's what it is. The director is a stunt guy. So that's why it's so actiony. And it's based on a graphic novel, eh? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. See, I never even heard of it and I'm telling you facts. (laughs) Yeah, but you looked it up. Just, yeah, just, true. But I mean, yeah. like, you probably could IMDb it before you recorded a podcast. I'm just saying, no. whatever. It's no, fine. No. You do you. Um, so should I it, watch it? No. It was good enough to watch, but just because if I were to decide if you you could fit it in your very clearly tight window of, like, reading books or playing Animal Crossing, I feel like it would not be worth the watch for you. Okay. It's the lowest time. of my three Netflixing. Oh, that's true. So tell me your other two, and then maybe yes. we'll see. Uh, we have to rate it, remember? Because we uh, we okay. talked about it. We talked about giving okay. uh, each other a rating. I'd give it a seven, seven and a half. Okay, seven. And I half. knew that. I knew that was going to be your rating. It's. I think it's my. I don't want to say it's, it's crappy, 
but I don't want to say it's good. So it's a sure, seven, seven and a half. Yeah. Okay. If you like action-y and if you like um, him, sure. But if you don't like any of those things, don't don't watch right. it. If you went into okay. the with the same intentions I did, as in like this is going to be a sweet, this is going to be a mediocre action movie with Chris Helmsworth, I would Do watch it. Do you see him topless? Yes. Okay, I'll watch it. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did you see, hey, before we switch, get off the Hemsworth topic, did you see that video that kind of went viral with uh, Woody Harrelson and Liam Hemsworth? No. That was a good laugh. Cause, so it was, it's old. It's from The Hunger Games because they were both in The Hunger Games. And it's really funny. Uh, the the uh, interviewer asks Liam a question about Chris and then Woody Harrelson realizes, oh, you guys are brothers? <laughs> and it's really so funny. good. It's like a really like wholesome, innocent moment of Woody Harrelson not realizing that Chris and Liam Hemsworth are brothers. And it's just like, it's a pretty funny interview. I have to see it. Yeah, you should. It's like, has a lot of views. Okay. Uh, second Netflix thing. So this uh, is in the middle. This is in the middle. I watched uh, middle as in like how much I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, compared to the three Netflixy things I did this weekend. Um, I watched uh, Safe, the series. What? Safe. It's called Safe. Oh, it's just called Safe. It literally is just called Safe. Okay. Um, and this is a it, show? It's a TV show. It's about uh, um, a daughter that goes missing. And a father is frantically searching for her. And the father. Liam Neeson. The father. Yeah, no way. Surprise, surprise. The father is Dexter. Oh, yeah, I just saw that. Okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the first episode, fell asleep for the second episode. We revisited the series the following day, and instead of repeating the second episode, uh, continued on because I was like, just fill me in with what you missed. And then we completed the rest of the eight-episode TV series. Okay. And as a whole, I would give it a... Seven point seven five. Okay, eight. I wouldn't give it an eight, but I'd give it like just a below an eight. Like it was, it was watchable. And it, is that a is that a Netflix one too? It is a Netflix one as well. What's weird is that on IMDb it says Netflix, but it says twenty eighteen. Has this been up for a while, or did Netflix just get it? I think it's maybe it's been up for a while. It was recommended to us. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, 2018, Netflix. Weird. It's very comparable to uh, one of my favorite movies um, with, uh, 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 it's called, oh my goodness. It's so good that I, for, I remember the name. It's with the Choi guy. Oh, oh man. I'm, it's going to come back to me. But it's about okay, a father trying play, to find his daughter. Let's play Guess the Movies. You describe it and I'll try to guess it. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, take it. Uh, no, but it's taken like taken too. No, okay. uh, it's an Asian male actor. Um, Jet Li. Uh, he played uh, in Star, the new Star Trek, as Sulu. Okay. So, oh, y- searching, searching. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Look yes. At that. that was you pretty win quick. a prize. Win a prize. Yeah, so um, after I saw that, I was like, wow, Searching did this in an hour <laughs> in this TV show. Didn't so, Searching also only take place on a TV screen, or am I thinking of a different 
Yeah, it was thing. it's it was taking place in the minor. Okay. Um it didn't there it it for the first seven episodes it felt like searching and then the last episode redeemed itself. That's why it's not an eight, because it took all the way up to the last episode, which I'm not like advertising like, oh, sit through the whole thing, you know, like if you like the searching part, then sure you can watch it. And then the ending is actually really nice. It's it's not nice, but it's like it's really good. Mm-hmm. But it, it it took a while to get there. Like, ooh, like the the Act Three climax took a very okay. long time. That is uh, often a problem with Netflix shows. I feel like pacing. Yes, that's mm. their number one um, problem. Quite often, the pacing is just terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, now I'm very excited to hear what number one is. But also, it's nice to see Dexter again. I, he's yes. pretty good, and he hasn't been in a ton of stuff. I never watched Dexter, so I didn't. Okay. It wasn't the same for me. Well, Dexter is the opposite of what you just said. There's four good seasons, and then it's one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. So <laughs> you should probably stop at a certain point. Yeah. Because yeah. do you remember when that show first came out? I know you just did, you said you didn't watch it, but when that came out, that was the big debate. Oh my god, what's a better show, Breaking Bad or Dexter? Yeah, people don't say that anymore. No, it's definitely Breaking <laughs> because Bad. once the shows ended, they ended on very different notes. They yeah. they began on similar, but they ended very differently. Yeah, yeah. It also didn't help that Dexter in real life married the character that played his sister, and then they got divorced as the show was going on. A little oh, awkward. A little very, bit weird. I feel, I feel like it would be for sure awkward. Yeah. He also got cancer in real life, and I believe he wears a wig in the later seasons. That's not why it's bad. That's neither here nor there, but that's also unfortunate. Wow. Yeah, that that went from zero to 100 real quick. True. Remember, he was in uh, Game Night, though. That was cool. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Okay. Boom, boom, okay. boom. Number one. What's your number one? Number I'm one. so excited. Are you excited? I think you'll be extra excited for my, what number one is. Guess what my number one is. Drag Race. Ooh. No. Uh-huh. Uh, Middle Itch and Schwartz. Yes. The complete improv comedy special. We you watched watch all three episodes. You like it? It was amazing, and I wish Thank it didn't end. Thank you. Thank you so much. No one, was, I had no one to talk to about it. <laughs> so good. So good. I didn't, I will say that the second episode, there was, it, it was second grounded. Second episode is the classroom one, correct? Um, yes. Yeah, law school or whatever. Yes. Okay. Um, and there, there was a, it was grounded. And I, I enjoyed it because it seemed grounded until the. I don't want to spoil it for anyone else. Yeah, I know. Does it watching it? And yeah. then this happened. I was like, wow, they really. Well, they, they went so far funny. off the trek. It's so funny because, again, we won't spoil it, but it's funny because in that moment, Thomas also doesn't want to do that because he says that when I open this door, I don't think we're going to be able to put it back. Yeah. Like, he, he basically admits, like, as soon as I open this door, this is going to go off the rails. Yes. So, Which it does. Uh, it uh, it took us. I want to say, um, the first half of it, we were kind of still feeling out. We weren't sure what was happening because we didn't really know the premise of the show. Yeah, which if you if you don't know improv, what really is jarring in the first episode is when they switch characters. Yes, because if you're That's not what used threw to us that, off. because like Thomas, midway through, will be characters who Ben has played. Yes. That is a bit confusing if you're new to to improv. Yes. 
And I did not know that. And it kind of took us by surprise. And then once we kind of started warming up to that, it became very enjoyable. Right. They're so also much just... that we, 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 we f- it was late that we watched the first one, finished it. And then the following day, we're like, hey, we should watch the other other ones. And then, I don't know, I remember being a little sad that it was over. Like, I wanted more. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And it's doing so well, which makes me happy. Like, it's really doing well. And I just think it's so funny. I just, like, I love those guys and I've loved them for a long time. And, like, to see the success makes me very happy. And also to see improv uh get some like respect because i think improv is very funny to watch i like i like improv i think it's just hard to execute it is and they said it was weird for them too because they've never had a show recorded because that's kind of the point of improv that okay for this one we can be as crazy as we want it doesn't really matter because if it goes kind of poorly tomorrow's another night but in this one they filmed four shows and three of them had to be on netflix so that's a lot of pressure yeah, no, I truly enjoyed it. Really did. Uh, I would give it a solid nine and a half. I would like agree. I, like, yeah. You mean like, like, it's probably not a 10? Uh, yeah, I agree. Because of that. Yeah, you mean like it's, you, if you weren't expecting it, I don't think, like it's it's not a typical evening entertainment like you really you really have to be in the mood i think to enjoy it if you're not one of those kind of people that's fair yeah like it's weird too because like improv was like whose line is it anyway was big like that was mainstream whose line yeah we both it was mainstream when we were kids like when i was a kid people liked that show like you knew like the well the drew carey ones and the british ones before but like we knew those ones as kids. Like we really liked those ones, but it's just funny that there hasn't really, I've never seen any other improv ever filmed. Is there any ever been something posted? Like, I don't really think it's, that's not really a thing. It probably is. It's rare though. It's considered it's a form that you're supposed to watch in person. Yeah. And I, I agree. It's funnier. Like that's, that's the thing too, is that, Thomas and Ben are like incredibly, sorry, Middle Ditch and Swartz are incredibly talented. But like I've seen in just like Toronto, I used to go to improv all the time. And those people are like Second City or whatever. They're obviously not as talented as those people. And yet you still laugh insanely mm. hard. Comedy yeah. when you're actually there is so funny. But then sometimes it's when different you, it's so different when you're there. Yes. Yes. And that's why I think that the fact that they pulled off that Netflix show that it is so funny is really surprising. Mm -hmm. Do you have any standout characters from, let's just say the first episode? I just think it's so funny. (laughs) I I don't think there's a specific standout because I don't have that kind of memory of standouts. Um, If you mention it, I was like, oh yeah, for sure. I like short Um, Paul. (laughs) Okay. So for sure, it's... (sighs) I like the moment you just knew who it was. That's right. Yes. You just, you knew and it was like in the moment and improv and you're like, that is amazing. And I think that's what both, it hooked both me and Roro was that moment. I'm pretty sure. Like if I were to pinpoint the moment we're like, that is actually funny, like laughing. And we both look at each other like that's short Paul. And we're like, that's amazing. That is funny. What a, Hmm. Yeah. I'm so happy. To be honest, I even forgot that you were going to watch it, and I'm so happy. 
I don't know the the psychology term, but like after we post the videos, we usually tell each other. Like uh, you edit it and post it. Yeah. I usually re-listen to the video just okay. to make sure. You mean like you want to kind of be better at your craft, right? Okay. So um, I I do sometimes miss parts of the conversation that we have, even though we're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how much you just kind of like autopilot. Yes, in real life, but not just with podcasting. Just yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. especially um, that we do this over the internet. In yeah. person, it's different. Yeah. So, uh, and then when I re-listened to it, because we we posted it pretty recently after we recorded, I think it was like nine, nine even. Yeah. Uh, I listened to it, and leading into the weekend, I was like, we definitely have to watch that, and then we watched it, and it was great. So it was a great, great. suggestion. Well, thank yeah. you so much for watching it. I do not have another suggestion for you because, well, I, you should play Gears Tactics and I might watch a Netflix show, but I don't know if that will happen. I, I will I know. admit that just because um, I usually like kind of doing TV Netflix things. I know. You don't play a lot of games. I know that. Yeah. But you do have computers that are capable of playing it and you own, it's free basically, but I understand. Okay. I get All right. It. Here we go. Um, here we go. <laughs> well, we're <laughs> let's, Here we uh, go. That was kind of half my list, so we can we can kind of uh, you know I'll pass the I'll a volley back to you, and we can talk about your books. Okay. Well, I read uh, Stephen King came out with a new book called If It Bleeds. It came out last week, and I bought it. I actually bought it, and I will admit, like a physical this, copy bought it, or like a I like bought a it Kindle on the Apple it. Apple Bookstore. Okay. I will admit, sometimes I download books illegally. It's shocking. I know. I'm sorry. I got to stop. It's like a library, but I did buy this one. I promise you, Stephen King, don't kill me. I did buy it. Okay. Uh, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's really, it's so good. I mean, I love, I do like, I love Stephen King. I read every book, but I feel like he's very polarizing as a, as a Arthur, author, author. Is that how you say that? Well, like, so he's been around forever. He's a million books back in like the eighties horror books or like fiction books were just like not respected like that was a thing like you were if you were like snobby you would like make fun of people who would read books like that that has changed now and it's not that he's gotten better like you know what i mean you can go back and read the old ones it's just that i feel like fiction and more specifically like horror or like thriller or whatever has gotten more respect like that was just frowned upon but also he writes a book a year so some books are not going to be as good as others you know what i mean he literally comes yeah. out with a book every single year and the other problem is is because he he has so much power now they don't really edit him much like he probably shouldn't come out with a book a year he should probably come out with a book every two years and there should be someone looking over it more you know what i mean but yeah he's at such a high level that like they kind of let him do whatever he wants. So some books could probably use a little bit of fine tuning, but it's really good. This one is four short stories and all four of them are great. I would say two of them are 10 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, that show, uh, the outsider that's on HBO. I know you haven't seen it, but that show, yeah. One of the stories is a sequel to that. Okay. So, yeah, huh. it's very good. So that was one of the books I read. Okay. I read it quick, too. Real fast. Like, like two, two days. hour? No, two like days. two days. <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay. pretty fast for a full-length book. 
It's like a, it's fa- it, I can't I can't even fathom two days in reading a book. I'm going to be honest with you <laughs> for myself. You it can read me... one of the short stories, maybe. Yeah, maybe. If Robo didn't listen to this podcast, I probably would have bought her. She's a book person. Okay. Like she's a big book person. That was like one of the first things that she kind of told me about herself. Okay, great. And uh, if she hasn't, li- if she didn't listen to this podcast, I would have bought that bought that for her. But because she does, I should buy it today. <laughs> well, she also might have better tastes. Like I'm not saying that's the best literature of all time. I like all kinds of different books. But yeah. if he comes out with a new book, I am going to read it. But the sure. second book I read, which is also podcast themed, have you ever heard of the podcast My Favorite Murder? No. It's like probably top five or ten most popular in the world. It's very popular. Okay. It's uh two women who each episode they talk about like true crime and stuff. And anyway, okay. they wrote a book together and it's oh, called wow. Stay Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered. It is. Is it actually a crime book? No, it's more of like an autobiography about them. Like their show is about crime. Like they'll review, like in the very second episode, they talked about making a murderer. In the first episode, they talked about the staircase. Those are two like very popular true crime docs. But yes, the book is not necess- is not really. It's it's about them, and it's funny because I don't even listen to the podcast now. I'm starting, but the book is hilarious. It is so funny. And it's not brand new. It's been out for two years, maybe. It is so funny, though. It's great. For someone that reads so many books, have you ever thought of writing a book? I would love to, but I'm not. It's hard. Okay. I would very much love to. That's like my dream. You know, when you like picture yourself, like if you're like, that's what my dream would be. I like I like the thought of being an author, but I don't think I am smart enough. Okay. Like, like what I want to do, like, so how if, do not smart people have books? They have people yeah. write them for them. Yeah. Or they're just bad books. Oh, they're <laughs> the just bad is, books. Correct. I think it's a mixture of both. Right. Okay. Like, but I don't know. I, I would love to, like, if I picture myself, like the, you know, like the fantasy, like I like the fantasy of like the author. This is the who, first time I've heard of this fantasy, by the way, who goes up to the cabin and writes and stuff. Yeah. I like that. That's cool as hell. That's not my life, but I, I like to imagine it. I've written a lot of scripts, which is different. Script writing and novels are worlds apart, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's way different if you just have to be like, then he picks up the gun. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's an action. It's not a, it's not prose. It's not like a yeah, poetry, yeah. right? If you, if, you were to, if you were to ask me what I would what my dream job would be, what would you think it would be? Cause I never, I didn't think it was a book thing. I thought it was, an, it's funny. Cause I thought almost not the opposite of what a book, like an, you know, like a, a daredevil or like a, you know, like a thrill seeker. Like I didn't think that was you, but I thought it was more like you interact with people on a daily basis. I hate books people. What are like you that. talking about? I don't, I don't know, man. I know you say you hate people, but there's anyways, to be honest, you know what friends. would rank? You know what would rank higher above uh, writing a book, though? It would be playing D anD D for money. That would—that's the dream. Okay, <sighs> that's the dream. Anyway, okay, yours would be something with board games. Okay, designing I, I, a board game. Okay, so that—that that is exactly it. Damn it! Uh, I don't. I feel so bad that you knew that about me, and I did not know about that about you. Um, I have admittedly been on a very lull of board games. Yes. Lately. 
just because of the pandemic. Uh, so I don't get to see friends very often. Um, or not and you often. don't, I don't love board games digitally. You'll play them, but you don't love it. No, no, no. But uh, um, I haven't. I haven't bought board games at the pace I've been normally buying them. Right. Okay. I usually buy one or two a week. <clears throat> or one a week for sure. It, big or not. Sometimes I go all, all out, right? But this weekend um, was the first one I regretted not buying a board game. Wow. Um, board games now are on Kickstarter, right? Yeah. Simon uh, Games is one of the most popular uh, publishing companies that uh, produces board games. And uh, I think they produce a game yearly, which um, which I talked at the top of the show as well about kind of genres. So um, the they and I remember them kind of kickstarting this specific game, uh, Zombicide, which you're familiar with, of course. Um, Wait, the ori- this is one of my uh, favorite games, the original or like the fantasy version? So it's it- the fantasy version that yeah, I did the- not kickstart. The Black Plague. So, the Black Plague is the one I didn't I didn't kickstart it, but I uh, I because I didn't get a chance to kickstart it. Right. But uh, there was a chance for me to kickstart um, uh, Zombicide Invasion, which is space themed, what alien themed. Oh, I remember that's... it very clearly, very clearly. It was on Kickstarter, and I was like, "You are not getting my money. I do not like you." And I've been obsessing over this stupid game for almost a week. And I am a I'm a knickknacks guy. I like the the sparkle and shine of all like the extra bits. Like components are a big thing for me. Even if the game is real bad, I still like components. Yep. Okay. Um, and Simon Games is notorious for only doing this on their Kickstarter. And then whenever it becomes uh, available to the public, excuse me, you cannot get it at all. And if you want to get it, you have to go on the secondary market. So the game or just like extra pieces? The extra Kickstarter ex- exclusives. Right. So uh, this weekend was my, do I like this theme? I realized that I do like this theme and I hate myself because it, it is probably my favorite theme, sci-fi and aliens. Right. And I went and I I bought it. Like I second in second haw. market. Yes. Or a Kickstarter. I hummed and haw for so long because I was just on the fence, and I never really understood the biggest complaint that they had was like people hate that Simon Games does this. They put it on Kickstarter, and I don't know how you you feel about this, but like I don't know if it's an in any other genre, but in regards to board games, these guys do this, notoriously do this. They post it on Kickstarter, they start it, and then these kids can't buy it, and if you want all the fun, they can't buy it because it's expensive. Right. So, the uh, I think the original Kickstarter to get the components is $175 American. Whew. With everything, right? Which is quite a bit of money for a board game. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, so on the secondary market, you can buy the base game for like a hundred dollars, but you, like it's the extra seventy five dollars that on the secondary market is jacked up three times. Yeah, and this 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 boy me was a sucker, and then I 
I, I saw the Kickstarter and I chose not to buy it and uh. I'm regretting it uh, right now. And it only, it only sparked it because at this very current moment, they have, Simon Games has done their annual board game Kickstarter. And I obviously backed it. And learning from that lesson, I'm going to just buy everything because I don't want to so go back. The, and just... What's the new one then? So um, I, I know we're kind of moving to like geek territory, like super geek, but they it feels like they alternate every year in regards to what they do. Okay. Um, so the one that's currently on Kickstarter is Egyptian themed and it's territorial. Uh, it's a kind of like a Catan based where you take control. It's Blood Rage. It's the Blood Rage series. You oh, remember okay. Blood Rage, right? Is it actually Blood Rage? Blood Rage? A, like it's the name Blood Rage, or no? No, it's not actually Blood Rage, but it's it's Similar. one of the th- it's one of the three. It's the okay. the third of the saga, of like area control um, type board games. So the first one uh, for that one was obviously Vikings. Um, second one was Samurais. And then the third What's one the now Samurai's is Egyptian. I don't, I don't know the Samurai's one. Yeah, we we never played it. Um, I had to go back and buy all the components again. Super super mad about that, but um, I like it. I, I can't. Uh, I played a game by myself. It was fine. Oh. Um, but yeah, so the third one again, currently on Kickstarter, it's called Ankh. and uh, same thing. Eric's control uses Egyptian gods. Uses yeah, very that fun. Seems cool. And then the so on the alternating year, um, they do Zombicide. So there was Zombicide Modern, which is like kind of like 20th century. Then there's Zombicide Black Fag, which is medieval. Uh, they followed up with Zombicide uh, Green Horde, which is a, an extension of the medieval Zombicide. And then the one that I missed last year was Zombicide Invasion, which is space. Ugh. Ugh. So yeah, I, I've been kicking myself all week. I bought it, but I, I feel like it's a, like a regretful buy. But I'm right. excited to play it. Hmm. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, I want to play um, that Gen Seven game. You know the Crossroads game. You know that one? No. It's like it's plaid hat or whatever they're called. So it's like Dead of Winter. Yep. But it's like on a spaceship. Okay, cool. I really like the Crossroads games, the story-based. Like, that's my favorite type of game. Dead of Winter is one of my favorite games, and I know it's not for everyone, but I love it. We, I have the new one. We haven't got a chance to play it. Which is that one? Um, It's the... The Longest Night, or is there one after yes. that? Okay. It's The Longest Night. There's another one after that? I didn't even know that. No, I don't know. I don't know either. Longest I don't night follow. was because I like I board games, but I don't have money. So I just whatever you buy, I'm willing to play. So like yeah, yeah. I don't have a taste in board games. I just play what you let me play. Yeah. <laughs> what I let you play. What you let me play. Yeah. No. Um uh, I have long and nice. We'll 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 get around to we'll play it. One we will review on it. Um I've a couple more things, because uh, we're coming near the end. I uh, keep forgetting that we're coming near like you better you talk um, fast, talk fast. Yeah, um, <laughs> we did watch. The, finally, our favorite show on Quibi okay. ended. Uh, the Dangerous Game. Okay. Um, it's, it was so good leading up to the last two episodes. 
Okay. So good. Like so good as in like we really enjoyed it. Enjoyed Quibi. We look we look forward to it every week to watch the dangerous game. Like the the two six minute episodes or whatever it was, very short, and then it just felt like it ended abruptly. Oh, that's, that's too what bad. that was kind of our biggest complaint. Like it wasn't satisfying. Do you know that by the time this gets released, it'll be too late? So this is not a good PSA. But do you know that the Quibi three month free trial ends today? Really? So like, if you by the time you hear this podcast, if you wanted to sign up for Quibi, you have to pay. But I have ninety days free because I signed up in time. So I'm very sorry. Well. If you're listening yes. to this and you didn't do it in time, I talked about Quibi for the last month or more. So yeah, sorry. if you missed out on that, like, I don't know, we did say it like it was worth the free three months. Yeah. Even if you don't yeah. pay, pay pay a cent, it was free. Yes. Um, I didn't watch any Quibi this week, though. I really want to watch the Liza Koshi dance show. I didn't yet, though. Yeah, we uh, we got distracted with uh, Schwartz thing. Yes, I'm also kind of waiting on being able to cast to the TV, mm-hmm. which is supposed That's to come fair. in May. Okay. So that would be great because then I can watch it with Mel because it's stupid crowding around a phone or a tablet. It's dumb. Yeah, yeah. Sucks. I agree. Okay. You got three minutes left. You got to talk fast. Okay. Last thing. <laughs> okay. So last week we talked about me re-entering the world of YouTube. Right. Yes. Um. So... I will say that that will not be happening. Okay. Which I am a little sad about. Because you didn't buy the shoes or you just chose not to? Okay. So this okay, is where I'm at. Okay. Maybe you can you can, you can can tip me over the fence. Okay. Because I was leaning on it and my feet are not in the water. Okay. My feet are in the water. I'm just not in it. They d- Your feet are in the water, but they don't have the Romaleos on. Correct. Okay. Um. So just so the people that uh, don't know, um, real quick, uh, I used to have a YouTube channel. I used to put up videos, uh, mostly review-ish videos. Those are my favorite. I stopped doing it, but secretly I really did enjoy it. And I uh, did kind of shoe reviews on weightlifting shoes. So this month... Or recently, the new, like, every four-year release of this specific, the Romaleos came out. So the Romaleo 4s came out, like, and I was going to be like, if anything were to bring me out of retirement and post YouTube videos, it would be this. Right. So I was talking to you. I was so pumped. I watched some of the old videos. I got more pumped. And I truly was going to do it. And then I watched other people's review videos. And this is my dilemma. All of them did not like it. Didn't like the shoes. Correct. Ooh. So do I purchase shoes that I know? It would be one thing if everyone loved them. And I was like, okay, it's an obvious buy. I should just buy them anyways. And then while I have them, just do a sweet review on them. Right? True. But based on the reception they're getting, mixed, mixed feelings. So I don't know where to stand or where I'm at with that. See, what, I, see what's what's happening? I have a strong opinion. Can I share? Sure. Is it a biased I, opinion? No. Well, probably. Okay. I think that you are good at making videos and you would be better now than you were then because it's been four years. Uh, but I do think 
that it's been two years since I made a video. It's been two years. Okay, well, whatever. It's been maybe three, I think. But anyway, sure, three. You, you're better, and we have more gear. Whatever. I think that the weightlifting shoes might be a waste for you because you're not as into the sport anymore. And if you're going to do be doing that, are you just going to randomly start buying tons of weightlifting shoes and products again? Probably not. I don't understand why you don't make the exact same style of video, but about board games. That's what I feel strongly for. Because oh, so we're mixing two passions together and having a super passion. Exactly. And also, mm. you're already purchasing the board game. So the shoes, like even if you had unlimited money, it still feels dumb to buy the shoes. They were reviewed poorly. There's no reason for you to own them. But like yes. the board games, you're already purchasing, even if you didn't make a video on it. So that's what I feel. That's fair. I, I truly get that. But there, you can realistically that I think the way in which I review shoes i don't think could review board games in that manner you're not going to put a mini on a lazy susan and rotate it no with the smoke machine in the background what i did that once i did that once with the shoe it's just just, the vibe is not the same no i can't do it no i i say that and then right now i'm thinking about it okay i've put a life jacket on I just haven't got in yet. Like okay, we're, cool. we're probably a little closer than we were maybe five minutes ago. But yes, uh, okay, just fair. for anyone that does pay attention to us and was looking for an update and where I was mindset wise in regards to if I was going to do any videos. Um, yeah, that uh, <laughs> in the moment I watched a video on the review, someone else is reviewing the wrong without fours and they gave it a poor review. It wasn't a poor review. It was like, hey, there's better shoes out there. Oh, okay. Right? And then I was like, the Romeo 2s, okay. which is so funny. It's so funny to me that like- Which, do you have the 2s or just the 3s? I have a bunch of the 2s. Oh, okay. Yeah. I bought, I bought them in a bunch of colorways. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, and it's funny. It's because of the Romeo 3s in which I, I bought a couple of the 2s. The, the because they made such a drastic difference. That's why. Yeah. So, uh, in weightlifting, uh, there's you know it's pretty predominant that you have heavier shoes just to kind of be more planted to the ground and you know those kind of factors. Um, in the Siku, uh, I was trying to use a big word, but it, I failed. Subsequent year. Ooh, whoa, I did it. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Math. I mean, English. What are you reading books now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Anyways, uh, in the following year, uh, they made, the, so the Romeo 3s, they made the shoe very light, very non-weightlifting-y. So oh. because I prefer heavier shoe, and I was like, oh my goodness, I don't want, uh, um, I, don't, I don't want this uh, to kind of like if my Romeo 2s kind of fell apart from use I want to have a second one because I didn't really like the third one as much so I went back and bought a bunch of them before they obviously went up okay yeah that's what I did uh, your shopping habits are so different from mine yeah well it's it's in regards to that it's like a jacket you buy a jacket and you're like I really like this jacket Right. Let me buy but, seven more of the same jacket. Correct. Do you not buy seven more? No. I, 
I don't really? think I've owned seven jackets in my life. Okay, that's a bad example. Um, underpants. That's a perfect example. I if still you own bought underpants. A pair of, listen, no, no. Here's a scenario. We're going to end on this scenario. If you went and let's say whatever underpants you're wearing right now. I don't really care. Fruit of Loom. For sake of this argument, let's say you're wearing Fruit of Loom let's underwear say you're wearing at this very me, second. Let's say you're wearing MeUndies. Use code Keith and Hugh at slash MeUndies.com. <laughs> no, we're not So if you're wearing MeUndies. Fruit of Loom underpants right now and you've been wearing those for years, whatever, okay? okay. And then you, for Christmas, your family buys you a MeUndies. new pair of underpants. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Mac Weldon. It, okay, sorry. And then you wear them and you're like, these are the best underwears ever. I'm never going... Like, would you go and buy a bunch of those or just wear, like, if it's significant, it feels significant. It's like the difference when I switched over to compression underwear compared to tidy whities. It was a big day for me. (laughs) I literally went out and bought, (laughs) I literally went and, and just got rid of all of my tidy whities and went and bought compression underwear. Well, the moment I wore one, I was like, I'm never going back to tidy whities. I'm wearing only compression underwears. Same thing with the shoes. I was like, I was trying them. I was like, okay, these are like really good. Usually you don't know until you try something new. And because weightlifting, it's so it's a, such a drastic change. I was like, no, no, I don't want my compression underwears to ever go away or, or you know, they never sold again because I love them so much. So I went and bought a bunch of them. That's what happened. That's why I have a bunch. That's my theory on clothes. I'm sticking to it. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to this episode titled Tidy Whiteys. Uh, it will be available on iTunes, Spotify, you know, all the places. Uh, we learned way more about Hugh than we ever needed to. And that's amazing. Ha- have a good night. Bye. Bye.